The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We have arrived at the middle of the week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, Wednesday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Jean Jugin. She was born in 1792 in northern France during the French Revolution. At the age of 15 or 16, she became a kitchen maid for a family that not only cared for its own members, but also served poor elderly people nearby. Ten years later, Jean became a nurse at the hospital in Le Rosset. Soon thereafter, she joined a third order group founded by St. John Eudes. After six years, she became a servant and friend of a woman she met through the third order. They prayed, visited the poor, and taught catechism together. After her friend's death, Jeanne and two other women continued a similar life in the city of Saint-Sevran. In 1839, they brought in their first permanent guest. They began an association, received more members, and more guests. Jeanne founded six more houses for the elderly by the end of 1849, all staffed by members of her association, the Little Sisters of the Poor. By 1853, the association numbered 500 and had houses as far away as England. St. Jean Jugin died in 1879. St. Jean Jugin, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that the recent World Youth Day in Lisbon will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer with My Mother Immaculate Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today we find you Jesus telling the Pharisees a few uncomfortable truths in harsh and unequivocal terms. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You're like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full full of death men's bones and every kind of filth. These words of yours, Jesus, are difficult to forget. And you carry on, even so. On the outside you appear righteous, but inside you're filled with hypocrisy and evil doing. And the Gospel continues along those same lines. 
You, Jesus, who were so merciful and full of compassion for sinners and, and the weakness of men, you didn't show the same kindness when facing the sin of hypocrisy. It seems like something you couldn't take. You could easily forgive greed or lust or laziness or lack of charity, but hypocrisy doesn't seem to be on the list of sins that can be easily forgiven. You Jesus speak about the hypocrisy of those who appear beautiful on the outside, but the inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Those who on the outside appear righteous, but inside they are filled with hypocrisy and evil doing. Those people who have two faces, or sometimes even more, <laughs> they're people with talents. <laughs> At least two faces, the one that they use when, when people are looking, and the one they use when no one is watching. I am chaplain to three schools, and it's something you see every day. The way students behave when there is no teacher and when there is a teacher. Or even the way they conduct themselves depending on which teacher is present. I remember a funny one a few years ago during the morning break. Teachers started gathering in the staff room to grab a cup of coffee or tea. There were at least a dozen of us. And we were chatting when, through the windows, we saw a couple of boys checking if there was any teacher around. <laughs> they couldn't see any teacher watching them, so they decided to climb a tree, which was their intention all along. Forbidden tree, like the one in paradise. <laughs> no climbing trees in school. There's a rule. Anyway, the beginning, when I saw them, I thought, these guys are obviously kidding. It is impossible they don't realize that they are right in front of the staff room full of teachers at break time. <laughs> I mean, this staff room is on the ground floor and has massive windows. It's like a control tower, <laughs> a watchtower. Well, but they were not kidding. <laughs> they were so naive. They assumed that if they couldn't see any teacher, no teacher could see them, right? <laughs> so wet behind their ears. So a dozen teachers saw them from the staff room, marks in hand. They opened the windows and called them and invited them to get there fast, to receive the well-deserved attention with a dozen signatures from a dozen witnesses. <laughs> As you can imagine the faces when they realized they had been caught, not by a teacher, but by a platoon of them. <laughs> well, like those hypocrites in the gospel, they behaved differently depending on who was watching. That could be a good question to ask myself, Jesus, in this time of prayer. Do I have different faces? Do I behave in one way before some people and in a different way before others or when nobody is watching? Because the fact still remains. There is always someone watching. You, Lord, are watching. The psalm we read today, Psalm 139, puts it brilliantly. And we can pray with it as well. You have searched me and you know me, Lord. Where can I go from your spirit? From your presence, where can I flee? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I sing to the netherworld, you are present there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me and your right hand Hold me fast. You see, the psalm is not describing you, Lord, like Sauron in the Lord of the Rings. 
like the teachers of the school, you know, invigilating, keeping an eye on you, trying to catch you off guard, right-handed. The psalm says that you are there to guide me. Your right hand holds me fast. And it continues, if I say, surely the darkness shall hide me, and night shall be my light, for you, Lord, darkness itself is no dark, and night shines as the day. Yeah, you, Lord, are there with me all the time. You see everything. And that's why we call that the presence of God. God is present. You and I are in his presence all the time. But we need to remember, Lord, that you are not like a policeman, like a watchman, like a teacher, but like a father. Like my father, who was proud of me when I behaved, when I did what he expected, when I when I looked after my brothers and sisters and played with them peacefully, and when I worked and fulfilled my duties. Like my father, who enjoyed it when I told him what I had done during the day, and enjoyed reading my school reports. <laughs> well, not every report, obviously, just the good ones, right? Because, of course, my father God doesn't read my reports. He is there all along. You, Jesus, reproached those Pharisees who were worried about what people thought about them. People who probably didn't care, but they didn't care about what God thought of them, who is the one who really cared. They were proud. They didn't have the humility to make God proud of them. This presence of God should never frighten us. Quite the contrary, it should be a great consolation and a great motivation. Consolation because if my father is watching me, what can happen to me? And motivation because if my father is here, I want to make him proud. Saints have always tried to keep in mind that presence of God. The thought that God is always with me and wants to be proud of his children. Do you remember the film The Sixth Sense? There's a very emotional scene in the car when the child explains to his mum what Granny said. She said, you came to the place where they buried her. Asked her a question. She said, the answer is, Every day, what did you ask? Do, do I make her proud? Do I make her proud? Every day was the answer. Every day. Wouldn't it be great that my father God could reply the same to me when I ask him, do I make you proud? Every day. Saint Jose Maria wrote in the way, Does your soul not burn with a desire to make your father God happy when he has to judge you? Think about it. Does your soul not burn with a desire to make your father God proud of you? Mary, my mother immaculate, you're also with me all the time. And as much as I want to make God, my father, happy, I want you, my immaculate mother, to be proud of me. Every day. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. 
by asking you for help, put them into effect. The Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin praying the hours in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. 
are my strength. I love, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. I love, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord, the Lord has, has saved, saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has saved me. He, he wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord and have not fallen away 
for his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere, you show yourself sincere. But the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God, who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my eyes and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace, which came from the mouth of the Lord. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. This word of the Lord came to me. Go, cry out this message for Jerusalem to hear. I remember the devotion of your youth, how you loved me as a bride following me in the desert, in a land unsown. Sacred to the Lord was Israel, the firstfruits of his harvest. Should anyone presume to partake of them, evil would befall him, says the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, all you clans of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, What fault did your fathers find in me? that they withdrew from me, went after empty idols, and became empty themselves. They did not ask, Where is the Lord who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us through the desert, through a land of wastes and gullies, through a land of drought and darkness, through a land which no one crosses, where no man dwells? When I brought you into the garden land to eat its goodly fruits, you entered and defiled my land. You made my heritage loathsome. The priests asked not, Where is the Lord? Those who dealt with the law knew me not. The shepherds rebelled against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal and went after useless idols. Therefore will I yet accuse you, says the Lord, and even your children's children I will accuse. Pass over to the coast of the Kittim and see. Send to Kedar and carefully inquire. Where has the like of this been done? Does any other nation change its gods? Yet they are, yet they are not gods at all. But my people have changed their glory for useless things. Be amazed at this, O heavens, and shudder with sheer horror, says the Lord. Two evils have my people done. They have forsaken me, the source of living waters. They have dug themselves cisterns, 
broken cisterns that hold no water. Long ago you broke your yoke, you tore off your bonds. I will not serve, you said. On every high hill, under every green tree, you gave yourself to harlotry. I had planted you a choice vine, a fully tested stock. How could you turn out obnoxious to me, a spurious vine? Though you scour it with soap and use much lye, the stain of your guilt is still before me, says the Lord God. How can you say, I am not defiled, I have not gone after the Baals? Consider your conduct in the valley, recall what you have done. A frenzied she-camel coursing near and far, breaking away toward the desert, snuffing the wind in her ardor. Who can restrain her lust? No beast need tire themselves seeking her. In her month they will meet her. Stop wearing out your shoes and parching your throat. But you say no use. No, I love these strangers and after them I must go. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. I planted you a choice vine, sprung from the soundest stock. Now you have turned into a vine degenerate and repulsive to me. So So the the kingdom kingdom of God will will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce a rich harvest. I looked for justice, and I saw only bloodshed. For righteousness, and I heard only a cry of distress. So the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce a rich harvest. A reading from an instruction by St. Columban, Abbot. My dear brethren, listen to my words. You're going to hear something that must be said. You quench your soul's thirst with drafts of the divine fountain. I now wish to speak of this. Revive yourself, but do not extinguish your thirst. Drink, I say, but do not entirely quench your thirst. For the fountain of life, the fountain of love, calls us to him and says, Whoever thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Understand well what you drink. Jeremiah would tell us, the fountain of life would himself tell us. For they abandoned me, the fountain of living water, says the Lord, the Lord himself Our God, Jesus Christ, is the fountain of life. And accordingly, he invites us to himself as to a fountain that we may drink. Whoever loves him drinks him. He drinks who is filled with the word of God. He drinks who loves him fully and really desires him. He drinks who is on fire with the love of wisdom. Consider the source of the fountain. Bread comes down to us from the same place since the same one is the bread and the fountain, the only begotten Son, our God, Christ the Lord, for whom we should always hunger. We may even eat him out of our love for him and devour him out of desire, longing for him eagerly. Let us drink from him as from a fountain, with an abundance of love. May we drink him with the fullness of desire, and may we take pleasure in his sweetness and savor. For the Lord is sweet and agreeable. Rightly, then, let us eat and drink of him, yet remain ever hungry and thirsty, since he is our food and drink, but can never be wholly eaten and consumed. 
Though he may be eaten, he is never consumed. One can drink of him, and he is not diminished, because our bread is eternal, and our fountain is sweet and everlasting. Hence the prophet says, You who thirst, go to the fountain. He is the fountain for those who are thirsty, but are never fully satisfied. Therefore he calls to himself the hungry whom he raised to a blessed condition elsewhere. They were never satisfied in drinking. The more they drank, the greater their thirst. It is right, brothers, that we must always long for, seek, and love the word of God on high, the fountain of wisdom. According to the apostles' words, all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in him, and he calls the thirsty to drink. If you thirst, drink of the fountain of life. If you are hungry, eat the bread of life. Blessed are they who hunger for this bread and thirst for this fountain, for in so doing they will desire even more to eat and drink. For what they eat and drink is exceedingly sweet, and their thirst and appetite for more is never satisfied. Though it is ever tasted, it is ever more desired. Hence the prophet king says, Taste and see how sweet, how agreeable is the Lord. Jesus stood up and cried out, If If anyone anyone thirsts, thirsts, let him come come to me and and drink. Streams of living water will flow from the heart of whoever believes in me. If If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Let us pray. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus tells the scribes and Pharisees, you're just as evil as your ancestors. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. I've heard that the term hypocrite in its original form means somebody who pretends to be something that he isn't. Our Lord certainly used it in context in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible from the 23rd chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within they are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but within you are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus, 
you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's talk about work, about our profession. It's something we really should learn to love because it can lead to holiness. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. We have to love our work and do it well because it is a command we have received from our Father God. Everyday work is the ordinary means to develop one's personality, to support one's family and oneself and to contribute to enterprises of apostolate and formation. We have to love it, and it has to be at the same time material for our prayer, because work is also one of the highest human values, a means whereby each individual contributes to the progress of society, and above all, because it is a way to holiness. Every day we can place before our God all the things we have tried to do well, Students, for example, can offer well-filled hours of intense study. Housewives can offer their loving attention to the needs of their children and husbands, to the care of the thousand and one details that go to make their house a real home. Doctors can add to their professional skill and expertise the friendly and warm way they deal with their patients. And nurses can offer long hours of constant service, as if each of their patients were Christ himself. When doing our work, we have many opportunities of turning our souls to God with cries for help, with acts of thanksgiving, and with repeated intentions giving Him all the glory in the completion of whatever enterprise we have on hand. As ordinary lay faithful, we do not sanctify ourselves in spite of our work, but through our work. We encounter our Lord in the various incidents that go to make up our daily routine, some of them pleasant and others less so. It is in this arena that the human and supernatural virtues are perfected. In many cases, love for our profession will cause us to spend perhaps our entire life in the same occupation. That doesn't go against the legitimate ambition we might have for promotion or to get a better position or job. But this desire of advancement, which forms part of a good professional outlook, shouldn't give rise to unease or dissatisfaction, as if professional success and an increased salary were the only or predominant motives we should have. As Christians, we cannot measure careers solely in terms of money, as if this were the only thing that mattered in the long run. Our profession is the milieu in which our personality is developed and perfected. It is a way of serving others, the means of contributing to social progress, and the place of our encounter with God. All this has to be taken into account when evaluating one's professional work. St. Paul, like most other men, dedicated a certain amount of time to daily work in order to earn his living. But while he was working, he still continued to be the apostle of the Gentiles, God's chosen vessel, and he made use of his trade to bring others to Christ. That is what we have to do, too. 
whatever our job and our niche in society happens to be. And if it should be our lot to be sick or incapacitated, then in those very circumstances we have to be a light to others, perhaps even more than would otherwise be the case, to enable them to see the way that leads to God and feel moved to embark upon it themselves. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. we see light itself. O Lord, Lord, in in your light, we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, 
nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, A song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song. Exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your Spirit, and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear, great King over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from Him, given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on His holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God. To God, all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. 
exult in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times, bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path, according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help help your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. 
Lord, help your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so Wednesday has begun. Let's get moving. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. Patrick Conley with The Inner Life a bit later on yet. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.